Hello everybody and welcome back to Turalura, the podcast where myself, Christian and my good friend, my comrade, my partner in crime all the way across the ocean. Is it an ocean? It's the North Sea, I suppose. The North Sea holds. Yeah. (sighs) That cold, cold place above there in, I don't know, somewhere to the northeast of Ireland. Yeah. Where, where you venture Joshua Lachlan where you venture where you roam wherever I wander wherever I roam <laughs> yeah. welcome back welcome back we're trying to get back into our our good our good run of this is sort of a reset of trying to get back to the weekly stuff we're trying yeah. to get back on track is what we're saying sure we'll do our best anyway <laughs> there, yeah. it, it's been it's been hard lately i've i've been we're not gonna sit here and make excuses it's just been hard <laughs> we're here now take it or leave it i know if if you're if you love us as much as we love you you'll bear over with us and you'll just enjoy this fucking episode we got lined up for you so. absolutely 100 percent. we have lined up the best possible episode we can at the <laughs> shortest possible notice and we are ready and raring and gunning to go and yeah to be honest um if you've bared with us this long and you're still listening thank you very much and you are very welcome to tura lura to Ralura. To Ralura. That's us. It used to be anyway. It it still is. It's episode 33 of To Ralura. And <laughs> I wish I could say that we've done this for 33 ex- uh, consecutive weeks. But we've at least worried about it for for all of those 33 weeks. And a lot longer than that. So, Absolutely. So you're always in, in and on our mind. One hundred percent. So, um, I don't even know if I want to do any housekeeping, but let's just run through it. Turalura podcast at gmail dot com. You know that's where yeah. you can get a hold of us. You can also message us on Turalura on Facebook, and it's at Turalura podcast on Instagram. That's, and if that's you feel you need to get in touch, we promise we will read it. We will acknowledge it eventually. Um, yeah. Once we get over the old hitch there of renovating apartments and sickness and assignments and faking traveling and bands and we weren't going to talk about that stuff. I'm not making the excuses. I'm just saying once we get over all of, all all of that lovely shite, we are going to hit up to Rolora and hit it up hard. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, if she wants to hit up to Rolora too, I won't say no. How yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm keeping well, Josh. How are you? Oh, we're getting there. All good. It is what it is. Like, it's, um, yeah, like I said, not gonna get too much into it, but, uh, but things are ramping up both work wise and home wise, and Christmas is coming up and it's the holidays. And, and I mean, <clears throat> I, I think for you and me both, Josh, it's sort of a, it's it's fall or autumn or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and that sort of goes up until halloween yeah. and then and i've seen memes so, that contradict what i'm going to say now from america but i mean the moment halloween is over it's sort of you're either the type of person that goes straight into christmas mode or the type of person that that goes straight into hating on all the people that go straight into christmas <laughs> mode mode I mean, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused myself about that at the moment because, 
any other year, I've always felt that there's been at least a week, at least just a little bit of leeway between the Halloween decorations and the Christmas decorations and all of that. And this year, I feel Ireland has just gone ficking nuts. Boom. I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I'm not a person that hates. I'm all for Christmas. I love Christmas. But Jesus Christ, by the time it's Christmas, we're going to hate Christmas or we're not going to be feeling it anymore <sighs> because but the I... decorations and lights and the merriment and it's all already there. Like in two weeks, I'll have heard all the songs. I'll have seen all the Christmas lights. I'll, <laughs> I'll have the feelings. I'll, I'll have had the hot wine in the street. What's going to be next? Like the 26th of December, we're going to be putting up our St. Patrick's Day decorations. <laughs> well, I sort of live holiday to holiday. I'm a holiday <laughs> addict. So I'm all I, for it. Like I love the holidays, but but and, and I've I've been I've been always I've been wanting to keep it extremely clean and keep keep waiting for Christmas until either the 1st of December or the first Sunday of Advent yeah. whichever comes first yeah. see I can uh, get 100% on board with the 1st of December absolutely 100% and you can sing Fairy Tale in New York to your heart's content and all of that shit but the 1st of November yeah I, came I, home, I know I came I know. home the other day and my Christmas tree was up in my house and I was like this is the That's, first Christmas tree yeah. I've seen this year that's actually Christmas. that's that's too early. But I've I've sort of <laughs> I've been very strict with myself on this, waiting until the first of December or yeah the first Sunday of Advent. But both last year and this year, I think I think it's part of COVID really, and I've seen studies that say that um that it's actually a good reaction to have because it, it sort of helps the mental stability yeah. to get into christmas earlier mm-hmm. and i've gotten in earlier than i usually do by say by the the 18th of november or something i started listening to christmas music yeah. and i I, th- I felt i was very early yeah. Um, I like the music and it's cheerful but I just also feel like I'm going to be sick of it and it won't be as good by the time it comes around because it will have been around for a while yeah. maybe I'm wrong maybe, I maybe. Don't know. maybe uh, I'm just being a negative fucker but that's just but, what I think at the moment like yeah. I don't know I, I people around here are already buying their Christmas presents and everything and I get the whole all cheerful and the lights and the dark weather and Jesus Christ in the last two days the temperature has dropped by like 10 degrees and it's feckin' freezing but Aside from all of that, I just wanted to mention that last year, a town in Mayo, I think it was in Mayo, some town in Ireland anyway, I'm going to assume it was Mayo, but feel free to message us and correct me if I'm wrong, actually had a petition within the town to keep the Christmas lights up until mid-February or the end of February or something, because they felt that because of COVID, people needed the extra boost of having the... (laughs) cheerful nice lights around the town to keep people happy and I think they actually won the case against the town council and they actually kept their lights up until like the beginning of spring <laughs> that's amazing but Josh I, I wasn't really gonna let us be part of I'm not gonna call it an issue but a part of of moving Christmas up earlier I was actually gonna make a point but I just lost it kind of on on the way but because what I'm thinking is that while we here in, in Europe, in Western Europe, uh, go straight from like the reason that this can happen is, I feel, is that there is not, nothing really happening between Halloween and Christmas. It's, it's, 
Halloween. It's a little no, thing Christmas. called November. Christmas, yeah, but <laughs> Christmas can sort of creep up because there aren't any other decorations, any other uh, presents or, or feasts or things that come in between that need yeah. the space in the shops. But in America, they have a little thing called Thanksgiving. Turkey Day. Turkey Day. And I feel like even though they have that, I, f- I feel like they, they definitely... Call, like they call the whole thing for holiday season don't they so I I feel like they do like Halloween no sorry uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas like kind it of seems, in- intermingles yeah. a bit in America but mm-hmm. they still have this this thing in the in late or the second half of November that mm-hmm. is its own its very own thing that sort of sort of limits the the level of Christmas vibe Mm-hmm. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. From what I can see and what I hear in the media and like the external experience of America as a whole, it really seems to me like Thanksgiving is actually a bigger, more important holiday than Christmas in the States. It really seems that way because it's the it's the holiday that many American people make a bigger effort to all be together and be around each other and have this big dinner together. And make sure that it happens and that they all make it home for Thanksgiving. Because at Christmas in America, a lot of people are still working. There's no days off. Like Everything is still running. The 25th is just another day. It's a holiday, yeah. And there is presents and Santa Claus and music and all of that. But maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But what I've always noticed is that Thanksgiving seems the more sentimental, important holiday in the US. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense when you, when you put it that way. At the same time, I think that like everything else in the world, no one does Christmas bigger and flashier than America. Yes, one hundred percent. Can I just can I just say that um, our our minister for the environment this year has put out a call to ban people from listening to driving home for Christmas. he said that it it will inspire people to be driving their cars and that will be bad for the environment and because of that they shouldn't have it on the radio this year people should be getting buses and public transport (laughs) and they should they should not be encouraged to drive home for christmas this is a real thing he was on the news saying this in a very serious way Oh my god, I can see a sketch coming up, um, a Rubber Bandits sketch or a new music video called Riding Home for Christmas. Getting the bus home for Christmas. Riding the train. My feckin' train's delayed. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. No, but but it makes sense and... And obviously we're doing we're doing the least PC thing to do here. And when I say PC, I mean politically correct and not Prince Charlie outfit uh, in the kilted world, which is the the proper abbreviation for the kilted for, world. Christian, it, you're speaking a language I don't speak right now. <laughs> in 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 uh, in the the pipe pipe band uh, kilt. Uh, You've lost them. Sub- You've lost the crowd. They're gone. Yeah, <laughs> once we, the pipe we, band was mentioned, they disappeared. We, turned black. The the black the kilted black tie equivalent is called the Prince Charlie outfit, and it is um 
it is shortened to PC, but PC as in politically correct. It's very un-PC of us to be <laughs> an Irish guy and a Norwegian guy sitting there talking shite about Thanksgiving. Dictating about Thanksgiving. No, I, like, I will be the first person to put up my hands and exclaim and take the blame when I say that I know very little about Thanksgiving or the American culture of Thanksgiving. Um, I have a feeling that the origins of Thanksgiving are quite on PC in themselves. <laughs> but we won't get into it. Yeah. And, and we're not going to, for that reason, we're not going to sit here and talk about the the actual history of Thanksgiving because we don't know. And it would be completely meaningless of us <laughs> to sit here and read a Wikipedia article because most of you out there in reality, you know more about Thanksgiving than us. 100%. We know that a, a good handful of you are Americans. The the analytics in Red Circle are podcast host. It doesn't lie. Most of you are actually in America. And even the Irish and German and Danish people listening probably know more about Thanksgiving than we do. Because we've just had a conversation before we pressed record <laughs> saying that we, each of us, we know more or less nothing but yeah we when thought, you add it all up we know less than nothing so yeah but, but at we the same time i'm happy enough that we can come together and like we always do in this podcast we love to observe externally yeah, as independent yeah. observers and commentators i suppose you will call us and shite talkers shite talkers professional shy talkers but my my thought josh is that what we're doing now we're making an important historical document uh, which is our initial thoughts about thanksgiving and a song that we were inspired to talk about because thanksgiving is well tomorrow for us right now because this is wednesday but yesterday when this comes out probably <laughs> probably hang on a minute i need to do some thinking about what you just said <laughs> but just joking. thursday thursday the 25th of mm-hmm. november if i'm not mistaken is thanksgiving 2021 and we were inspired to talk a little bit about thanksgiving and all the things that we uh, think we know and don't know about thanksgiving and talk about a song about uh america uh that's that's the plan and then we can use this as a historical document uh when we get around to doing the proper thing to do which is invite an american on Mm -hmm. to talk about thanksgiving and the history of thanksgiving and a song that is related to thanksgiving and we can be enlightened (laughs) and i'm looking forward to that but i think it's a good thing to do to just talk about just chat set, about it. set the set the ground level here set now. This scene. is the ground floor. We're setting the scene. We're we're telling you exactly how we're we're yeah. really putting our heart and soul out mm-hmm. there for you to to really see how completely useless we are when it comes to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the show, folks. We don't know what we're doing or what we're talking about. Basically, that's what Christian oh basically God. just said. But yeah, yeah, we are hoping to get someone knowledgeable in about this very soon, or maybe next year. <laughs> we'll see but uh yeah next week or next year (laughs) it's a it's a good combination maybe both yeah Um, we had a song in mind to do today and uh after doing a little bit of research we realized that it was incredibly racist so we will not be talking about that song 
maybe not the original version to begin with, but it's made so many racist versions and it, it has such a racist history. So we decided just to skip that altogether. Yeah. Yeah, and and we decided to keep the Irish link and and you were like, oh, that second or third song off of the latest Planksty album, isn't that an immigration song? And we did a bit of research and realized yeah. that that song is uh, definitely an immig- an emigrated song, an immigration song, and a song that it has a, a foot in several different countries and all around the world and lands in America. So it felt very fitting for Thanksgiving. 100%. And just to go slightly off topic before we start, can I mention... We do couple- nothing else. Yeah, actually, very true. Just on that note, before we continue, I just wanted to give a little shout out to a few people who have sent us some interesting messages and anecdotes based on our most recent episodes, our Halloween special and our special where we talked about Sean Tyrrell. And the first one is a friend of yours, Christian. Would you like to pronounce his name better than I will? Jonas Jakobsen or... With a pretend Danish accent, because it's Danish. Jonas Jetkupsen. <laughs> deadly. So we got a deadly little message from Jonas on Instagram. He said, hey lads, on your latest episode, Josh asks, why aren't there any songs from those countries? Which, remember, we were talking about like the love songs and the songs about loving people and going far over the foam and this grass is greener on the other side thing that we talked about in our last episode. Um, he said when Christian is talking about the sailors that went around the world there most likely are however my theory is that since neither Dutch nor German are as widely spoken as English is those songs probably stay within the realms of their own country that and then maybe that the Irish folk tradition is so strong that the need for foreign input hasn't been there kind of like the every English speaking country tradition of not really bothering to learn a foreign language (laughs) jokes aside Portuguese fado songs are very relevant to the whole sailor longing theme and he's very right the fado songs are incredible and I know little to nothing about them only that they are really beautiful and have really interesting themes and I just want to take that little second sorry I know I'm completely off topic now from the whole Thanksgiving thing but we will get back onto it in a second Um, we do have an intention this podcast is currently about Irish and American folk songs mostly, maybe English as well, but we do want to bring the international stage to the fore here. We want to get folk songs from all around the world. I'm particularly interested in the Norwegian ones. I know Christian has a grow for Scottish and Irish, but Portuguese is really interesting. There's some beautiful songs around India. We mentioned India last week. There's a lot to cover and we, we tend to gear towards what we're comfortable with and what we know. Probably when we have more time, we would like to look at some of the other stuff too. Particularly the relationships between them, like the photo songs, like Jonas said there. Yeah, yeah. And that's just a little bit of my raving. And I had another message. So we had our friend Paddy Patrick over in New Zealand who sent me a message right after our Halloween episode. Like, I think several hours after we uploaded it, which is brilliant. It's nice to know people are hopping on the bandwagon as soon as they can, <laughs> as soon as we're up there on Kelly and Hopping Paddy on and the pumpkin. <laughs> She said, really enjoyed your Halloween podcast, guys. Here in New Zealand, I grew up believing Halloween was an American tradition and it really didn't catch on here. To be honest, many were very anti-Halloween. This is New Zealand, not America, was the cry over the years. It was just a few years ago, to my absolute surprise, I learned that Halloween did not originate from America at all, but from my beloved Ireland. It's only been in the last few years that Kiwis have started to embrace Halloween. Sadly, our COVID restrictions here in NZ have scuppered door-to-door trick-or-treating this year. Very late to the Halloween party down under, 
but it's becoming more and more popular every year now. And I just I just love the little anecdotes and the little stories that we're getting from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's and more where that came from. Like, mm. we are getting messages and we will, like I said, acknowledge everyone all in good time. But um, keep writing into us, folks, because we love all of that stuff and we love being corrected. We love hearing additions to what we were saying and all of that. Um, yeah and yeah. and i just i feel like that message from from paddy is a good segue um here as well um because i feel very much the same way about norway and halloween we also believed that it was uh completely american and and in many ways paddy it is like the, yeah. the halloween that is exported around the world comes from america it probably wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for america uh to, to either to new zealand maybe maybe to norway we're a lot closer to ireland but but i wouldn't think so it's and an maybe, interesting little take. maybe not even to to ireland yeah. at this stage like someone isn't isn't celebrated mm-hmm. in in terms of it's the, still there yeah. and they do have the pagan festivals and all of that but like that'd be reiterating how, what we said a few weeks ago but what i really find interesting about that is that it is it's a completely different thing now to what it was when it was in ireland back then it went to america it did its thing it evolved and it came back which is exactly the story of the songs yeah the songs did yeah. the exact same thing so it's not just songs folks it's the festivals it's the culture it's the language it's the fucking instruments they all travel they change and what i find brilliant about it is that after they've changed they come back yeah and sometimes <laughs> they they're better than what they were and sometimes maybe not as much mm-hmm. uh depending on who changed them if they're artists that or or songwriters that changed songs yeah. then then great if uh if it's uh the the commercial forces that are allowed to turn um an ancient festival into a shopping spree then maybe not so much but i thought that this was a brilliant segue because uh it's interesting to me how thanksgiving hasn't been exported at all because uh, like i mean everything else in america rubs off on all the other countries in the western world so mm-hmm. why thanksgiving hasn't become more of a thing it's interesting think, to me do you think thanksgiving this is complete like off the top of my head this is not fact bear that in mind folks but do you think that because thanksgiving is one of the only holidays that originates in america which started much later than any of the other holidays that originated in other places that because of that it hasn't traveled as much because people went to america they didn't come back from there yeah you get me? that makes sense and it's so it's so historically it's so very tightly it's, yeah it's uh, one of the later established festivals in terms yeah. of all the ones that we still celebrate today and and the history of it is so so close to to american history so it would be yeah. hard to push hard to 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 push it on people mm-hmm. that aren't from american haven't yeah. got any relationship with with that history kind of uh, like the, the native of, americans and yeah kind and, of like the equivalent of independence day like yeah. each country has that and it hasn't 
travel to other places. I know yeah. in some countries they do celebrate the 4th of July, but it's usually because they have American relatives or there's Americans involved. Or yeah, yeah. And and I mean, stuff. it would be very strange if all the shops in Ireland and Norway and England and Spain started selling fireworks on, on the 1st of July, going like <laughs> big banners, like get ready for the 4th of July party. And then they've got barbecue deals. And I don't know what people do on 4th of July. To be honest, think the <laughs> we'll shit save. out of it probably. <laughs> we'll save that for our July episode. Yeah, but but in that sense, it kind of it, it kind of makes sense. But I wanted before we jump into the episode, or do you want to do it after? Because I want to ask you what things from Thanksgiving uh, or Thanksgiving related ha- can you see around you in Ireland? Because I have a few things in on on my mind. But, but maybe let's talk about the song a little bit first. Yeah, okay. What is the song? The song is a song called When When First I When First Unto yeah. This Country. When First Unto This Country and it is an immigration song and I thought that it was a really apt one to use for today because that's kind of the origins of Thanksgiving over in America. It was the people that landed in America and <sighs> dubious as though the history is the whole story of the origins, the the story they teach to kids in school of the origins of Thanksgiving is the relationship between the Native Americans and the people who landed for the first time onto that country, you know, and trying to establish a relationship between them and kill a yeah. turkey and eat dinner I, together. I, I know we <laughs> said that we wouldn't get into it, but, yeah. but, but let me just read one paragraph. So, and not for you audience, but mostly for myself and Josh. Historians long considered the first Thanksgiving to have taken place in 1621 when the Mayflower pilgrims who founded uh, the uh, uh, Plymouth Colony in Massachusetts sat Mm -hmm. down for a three-day meal with a Wampanoag. A three-day meal. A three-day meal. However, the meal meal. (laughs) was... Jesus However, <laughs> the meal wasn't the meaningful symbol of peace that it was later portrayed to be. Rather, it was likely just a routine English harvest celebration. This is from um, National Geographic. In yeah. 1841, Boston publisher Alexander Young printed a book containing a letter by Pilgrim Edward Winslow, which described the feast and then blah, blah, blah. Um yeah, we I, I get what you mean. And like it's kind of the picture we get from the movies and the media and all of that. Um, all I was really making it out to be was useful in terms of talking about this song because the pilgrimages, the pilgrims that came over, the, the plantations from England that landed in Massachusetts and all along the East Coast, they were landing into that country as strangers. And uh, yeah, that was the little link i was trying to draw there yeah yeah sorry i, I didn't it, mean to you know, run fine. you off that <laughs> <laughs> and um this is a very old what we believe to be american folk song but its origins are really dubious as well because there seems to be bits of it that are originate from ireland there's bits of it that seem american you read an interesting paragraph there about yeah the, mi- yep. the mixture of things going on and why it's such a mystery 
Yeah, I found that this is probably a band that has uh, published or or it's it's a blog or something called she's folk mm-hmm. uh, .com and and about the song they say it's a bit of mist it's a bit of a mystery uh, and talk a little bit of about the structure which doesn't line up with old british or irish ballads and uh, it isn't derivative deriv- of the american spirituals it seems uh, no one's quite sure where it originated although there is an obscure 1934 recording from alan lomax's field work uh, where he went around and and recorded uh, recorded bands and and performers and it just says that the sweet melody believes uh, no so, sorry belies its dark themes that range from uh, un requited love to brutality that makes this deeply personal tune a story told by an immigrant about as american as it gets yeah and that's a a good way to lead into the song i suppose yeah thanksgiving america all of that yeah i found a little info as well it's like you said the the obscure recordings there's an obscure recording from 1934 and it says it was first collected by John and Alan Lomax. I think you mentioned that in Texas. Um, a field recording of Foy and Maggie Grant. It has many floating verses, but shares a lot in common with the traditional song Pretty Sorrow about coming to a new country and unrequited love. When first I came until this country, however, takes the storyline further about stealing a horse to go see his Nancy. It's a Nancy song, Christian. <laughs> a Nancy song. Woo-hoo. So he can't, it can't be completely un-Irish. <laughs> and being hunted down by the law and thrown in jail and beaten. Um, the first place I heard this song was... Oh, I accidentally turned it off there. Never mind. Okay. The first place that I heard this song was in the Planksty Anthology, which I think is a fucking great album. It's called Between the Jigs and Reels, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it came out last year or the year before, but it's old, old recordings of Planksty playing this. And it's a very, very rare occurrence to have Donald Lunny singing lead vocals. But this is one of Donald Lunny's songs that he recorded as a vocalist. And I think it's lovely. They have really nice harmonies going on there too. So probably the the version that I would go to first would be Planksty. yeah and you will find that on spotify but there's many many versions and like we said it's old and it's a bit of a mystery it is a bit of a mystery and what we found when we started digging and and this is the fun but it's also it's it's the curse and the blessing of doing research on folk songs is that when you get get into forum threads yeah. there are always people going like oh i know this song is this and i know this song is that and i think this song is a uh, is a, a version of this song uh, which derives from this song mm-hmm. so we found uh, like you said it's pretty sorrow but there was other songs as well weren't there yeah, there's some amount of things going on here like it's it's the classic dilemma that we found like that we mentioned very early on in this podcast like I remember reading in something from an Oxford journal that they established that every folk song in Ireland and England can be written back to an origin of four songs, you know, and all every, every other folk song, every other ancient or traditional folk song that still exists has origins in those four songs. You can find lines that match or little things that are the same or different, and they all became 200 different versions of the same thing or diff- slightly different and that's where we get the route index and this is actually in the route index under another name isn't it oh 
Oh yeah, I th- Pretty Sorrows in yeah. the route. In Pretty Sorrow, which we found as a Bob Dylan song as well. But um, yeah. Mm. But yeah. that's an early English. Well, it's an English folk ballad from the early 1700s, yeah, and which died out in England and then just all of a sudden reappeared in mm-hmm. uh, in the Appalachian Mountains in which is the nice. early 20th century. <laughs> I love Mudcat because Mudcat has existed as long as the internet has existed. There's a post here from the fourth of December 1999, <laughs> and. Uh, Someone wrote, I've traced Pretty Sorrow to Sharp's English folk songs from the Southern Appalachians, but haven't found anything else. Um, does anyone know anything of the suspected origins? And someone else wrote, it's somehow related to the Irish song Bon Clody. The first lines of the first three verses are, Oh, were I at the moss house where the birds do increase? Tis why my love slights me, as you might understand. Were I a clerk and could write a fine hand, my hunch is Pretty Sorrow came first. And then there's loads of different versions of Pretty Sarah because I read one to you and you said, oh, that's funny because the one I have is completely different. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I, I was reading Pretty Pretty Sarah here on mainly Norfolk and it has three different sets of lyrics. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of them starts pretty similarly. I came to this country in 1849 I saw many true loves but never saw mine. But then the third version is down in some lonesome valley in a lonesome place where the wild birds do whistle and their notes do increase and then another one that i have here is pretty sorrow pretty sorrow i love you i know i love you so dearly i never can show on the banks of old cowie on the banks of said brow i loved you dearly and i love you still now where's the banks of old cowie i have no idea if anyone wants to write in and enlighten us or will we just google it (laughs) how 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 do you spell cowie it says c-o-w-i-e Somewhere in North Carolina, by the sounds of it. Banks of Cowie. Cowie. And then there's versions called Pretty Sarah. Dorothy Scarborough in A Song Catcher in Southern Mountains, American Folk Songs of British Ancestry, includes two versions that she collected in 1930. One was from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains, California River. The other was collected in Asheville, North Carolina, near the Smoky Mountains. She has a somewhat different take on the origins of the song, as indicated by the book title and the following passage from the book. Um, it's not a very interesting passage. Well, <laughs> there's told... a place called Cowie in St- Stirling in in Scotland. Well, there you go. <laughs> she told me that while the date 1849 is used in some versions, 1749 is probably more correct. Because that's the version I found, Christian. And as that year witnessed considerable immigration to North Carolina from Ireland and Scotland, this old English song was no doubt adapted to its new setting at that time. Again, back full circle, the song started out somewhere around here. It made its way to America. It changed and became a feckin' American country song about doing wrong and getting thrown in jail and missing your love. And then it came back here again. And then it was performed by Donald Lunny as the third track on... The anthology of Planksty. With, with some mad, mysterious version that's somewhere between Irish, Scottish and American. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, an interesting anecdote, plausible too, but can't be considered strong evidence because there is no connection made to the purported English predecessor. Later, Scarborough says that the use of the phrase freeholder indicates the song is of British origin. I'm not sure how the distinction is made between a song brought over from Britain and a song assembled in the USA by recent English-speaking immigrants. And then there's a version of the text that she mentioned as well. But there's so many, like there's a song here called Hard is the Fortune that's almost exactly the same. <laughs> it is, but it is Josh. Hard is can... my fortune. I just noticed that another name for this song is Wagoner Lad. 
I love Mudcat. Mudcat is brilliant. Mudcat is brilliant, but it's also a little bit daunting. I have There's... to say, Josh, because it's <laughs> it's like it's like if you find a loose thread in a knitted jumper and you start pulling, you'll you'll never like you'll unravel the whole unravel the whole jumper. Oh my god, there's another song called Bachelor's Hall. <laughs> oh, hard is my fortune and hard is my fate, controlled by my mother so early and late, and when I get married just to end all the strife, controlled by a man for the rest of my life. Holy moly. Interesting. That does not sound good. When young men go courting, they stay up all night, get out in the morning and look like a fright. They saddle their horses, they rock and they reel. Daggone them old girls, how sleepy I do feel. This is almost becoming a night visiting song. True. <laughs> you can see what I'm saying, like where it makes sense that all the songs can originate back to certain themes or stories that might have been found in just three or four songs. Yeah, but it's Imagine a, it's being a question of what constitutes. I know we've asked this before, but what constitutes a song and, and what constitutes a, a, a version of, yeah. of a song? 100%. Like, I mean, some of the sets of lyrics that we've gone through here now, t- to me, are, are more than different enough to be yeah. considered different songs i mean I a lot of these seem like completely different songs and it's it's the curse of mudcat like you said they they're all finding these minuscule little similarities and maybe the melodies are the same or the stories are the same are they the same song you be the judge right <laughs> into Turalura podcast at gmail.com <laughs> judge judy please take this moment to have a message from our sponsors monster energy ultra <laughs> All of the energy, none of the calories. No, but it's a it's a good song. It's a good song about emigration, uh, and I think I wish I I knew more about yeah. the music traditions of Thanksgiving. One hundred percent. Like I I was googling Thanksgiving songs, and like I said, the one that I came up with that was probably the most reasonable to use when we actually looked into it it was quite racist and probably not usable but um yeah it's like i'd love to know some thanksgiving is there musical traditions is there songs that you all sing at thanksgiving is there a sitting around carving the turkey song i don't know send us a message or is it just saying grace and then eating and then stuffing your face until you roll off your stool and then you're not really able to sing at all until you go out to the kitchen and make yourself a turkey sandwich in the middle. Obviously my idea of Thanksgiving is is very tainted by television. Um, yeah. But yeah, t- like tainted by television you said and yeah. yeah. So like my I yeah Tainted by television and tainted by Starbucks, and this is <laughs> what I wanted to get into. But yeah, I I think that this is maybe a good point. This is a song that we chose based on what we know about Thanksgiving. It yeah. has nothing to do with the actual, if there are any, musical traditions of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we would love to actually do an episode with someone a bit more knowledgeable uh, that could say a bit of this, talk a bit about Thanksgiving and, and say a bit about what you do for music if you do anything for music at all or is it children's songs that you do is it just is it sounds especially to the Americans out there listening in like probably for you guys this is just 
two absolute foreigners that don't know what they're talking about but we like to riff and we like to kind of talk a bit of nonsense but we also like to actually discuss these topics and see what's going on and learn about them so we would like like christian said like to get someone on and i also kind of feel bad because i feel like maybe we're not going to do the song we're doing today enough justice because we're making it more about thanksgiving than about the song but this song i think will come up again when we're doing i i have a feeling we're going to do immigration song specials at some point yeah so we're going to be looking at immigration songs more and this is a great song and a beautiful song to listen to and it's not probably in any way related to thanksgiving but it was a good segue and yeah uh, yeah i mean it makes sense traveling to america and i mean for for a lot of the people, most of the people that travel to America, like the the vast majority from from Europe, did that because they lived in in poverty and wanted to to find a better life, yeah, uh, and build a better life for for themselves and their family. And from what I gather from TV again, and the name of the holiday the whole point of the modern thanksgiving is to to really contemplate and and think about what you're thankful for yeah and i thought that we could maybe end this episode today josh by doing uh what what i've seen on television going across the table going around the table and just say something that you're thankful for (laughs) but before we get there um i i wonder like what is your to the extent that it's extent that Thanksgiving has been exported or elements of it, what what can you see in Ireland? Is is there anything at all? <laughs> it's it's surprising to say, but very little. Like the movies, obviously, and the TV, and what you see in those is probably the most to the forefront thing i'm not even speaking good english now but it's it's the thing that's most noticeable like what pops into my head for some reason is the the adams family movie where the little girl is acting out the story of the first thanksgiving and she's got the meat cleaver and she's looking at the turkey i think like it that's just a vague memory of me seeing that movie when i was a child but um other things like in terms of the thanksgiving itself very little because you say Starbucks and pumpkin spice lattes and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I was going to get to that, but yeah. yeah, no, you can, and it's just interesting to me because to me those things are very Halloween related here now. Yeah. Starbucks in Ireland and all the coffee shops will do pumpkin spice lattes and cinnamon and all of these things, but it's based on Halloween. Like for us, those will already be gone from the coffee shops. The the coffee I was in Ennis today and I went for a coffee with my brother, and the coffee shops are now doing Christmas. Win- Winter Wonderland hot chocolates and Christmas s'more hot chocolates and all of oh that stuff. God. Like yeah. the the spice lattes are gone as soon as Halloween's over. Like <laughs> going back to it again, I can't, I left home last week to do some gigs and there was like a skeleton in the hallway and like a zombie at my door that my little brother had put up, like all these Halloween decorations. So I left and when I came back yesterday... There was a snowman, <laughs> the Santa Claus, <laughs> and like all of these things, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> oh it was a uh, yeah. It it surprised me, but yeah. yeah, yeah. This is what you're dealing with in Ireland. We don't have. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are gonna listen in and go, "Hang on a fucking minute, Josh, you forgot about this and this and this." But to me, in my experience, 
very little Thanksgiving. Do you know? Do you know what the most noticeable thing is? And even that's not so noticeable. Like I said to you, Black Friday. Yeah. The day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday, and even that to me, most of it is online. The deals yeah. are online and all that. Like you don't really see it. They have deals in the shops, but it's not as blatantly obvious over here as it seems to be in Norway. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's black this and black that everywhere right now. And I mean it's gone to the to the level where where a lot of shops, especially smaller shops and stuff, are are doing a bit of a boycott and yeah. they're going like please like would the we this is not this is not um oh, words today. What 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 is the word yeah, we're, for? Uh, we're getting back into the swing of it, Christian. I'm kind yeah. of struggling here myself, but we won't tell the audience that. Don't don't listen to us. We know what we're doing. But help me help me out. What's the word? Um, this isn't sustainable. This isn't sustainable. Doing the Black Friday thing. Uh, so smaller shops are are doing that, and some shops are even even setting up the prices, uh, increasing the prices to sort of do a an anti thing. But but it's still it's mental. It's online. It's <laughs> physical it's singles week or weekend or singles day or something was last week yeah. and then this is black week with just new yeah, offers every friday? single day and then black friday on on friday is like i don't even know if the offers are better on black friday than they are at the rest of black week but yeah. offers are just offers are being thrown at you and then monday is cyber monday next week again which is the big is. online shopping day it's Jeez. it's crazy it's absolutely insane so but that like, is, is it a case of like all of these retailers pumping up the prices before they bring them down like no do they, they are ask- actually like some of the deals you can get are are absolutely uh, uh, <laughs> are actually very good compared to the rest of the year and yeah. obviously things are are some things are very expensive compared to what they cost to produce in general and they would probably be relatively cheap on sale other times of year but uh yeah i i hate myself for saying this but i just earlier today i bought three dress shirts for (laughs) that would have cost 300 or something uh but it was less than 100 euro because what i notice more is the black even the black friday thing now has become black friday month on the likes of amazon yeah. and gear for music and all of the now i sound like an absolute nerd but it's all the music software and plugins for recording and all that it all goes from fucking 200 euro to 10 euro 20 euro for yeah, it's, it's for, insane for one month only and i'm like one month only what are yeah. you talking about no no it's it's absolutely mental and and the the thing is it's a huge psychological thing because yeah. when it's on offer you kind of want it but but then mm-hmm. it's it's that sort of a FOMO thing as well because you don't know if if it's Monday of Black Week and they're saying that like th- there are new offers every day you're like is this the yeah. best offer I'm gonna get is this the best <laughs> offer should I wait until tomorrow what if I miss it should yeah. I just buy it now and then buy it again tomorrow and return what I bought yesterday it's like <laughs> it's so the best I think the best remedy is just to stay the fuck away get uh, outside there folks and spend your money spending is good for you no, yeah, I'm only no joking. support local businesses is, is the great <laughs> advice but it's hard to say no to a bargain especially if you are inclined to to be early with your christmas shopping i'm and trying... if you're in doubt about what to buy your friends and loved ones for christmas 
I have two suggestions. Number one is a Tim Whistle, which is always <laughs> a, a great pra- Actually, we did Secret Santa in a house I used to live in in Dublin. Like, it was a house, a very international house. We had maybe 10 others living in the house. Like, it was a big house. I'm saying house a lot, house house. But um, there were Germans and Koreans and all sorts of people from all walks of life. But we did a Secret Santa. That was a very roundabout way of getting to the point. And I bought a German girl, a Tim Whistle which I thought was very thoughtful and kind of interesting and fun. And um, she was very disappointed. And she she never opened it and never used it and actually was quite angry with me for getting it for her. Um, don't know where this is going. <laughs> but I, I just, I was, I was quite offended because I thought that a tin whistle was an ideal present for someone coming from another country that really loves Irish, because she did like Irish music. I thought she would appreciate it, but yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. while everyone else got candles and diaries and nice little things like that, she got a tin whistle. If I had got a tin whistle, I would have been happy, but she yeah. wasn't. Tough times. F- Fadog or Fadog's dawn. Fadog, Fadog, Fadog. Folks, I would have thought it was a nice present. If it's yeah. not, just just I, let me know. I I, 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 I think it was. I think it was Josh but yeah except for Black Friday I'm talking ba- shit now sorry yeah no it's dear grand um, except for Black Friday yeah it is it is mostly the things that I have in my head from TV from the likes of when I was younger watched How I Met Your Mother or Modern Family or I can I can vaguely imagine like the the hand out outlined hands uh, paper to, clippings yeah, glued together to look like turkeys. turkeys. And, Does and that happen that. in Norway? No, 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 no. Or, I can, I okay, can, yeah, yeah. in my mental image. But in Norway, the yeah, the te- the telly. But in <laughs> in in Norway, it's it's mostly it would mostly be the pumpkin stuff. The yeah. the and and I would say that is not like I get why that's Halloweeny because. Like we talked about, American substituted turnips and potatoes and other mm-hmm. hard vegetables for something they actually had handy, which is pumpkins when they started making jack-o'-lanterns. But I feel like pumpkin is such an important part of of um, like pumpkin pie and uh, p- pumpkin. Uh, well, it's not. Yeah, I, I feel like pumpkin pie is a big Halloween no sorry thanks just to point out actually while you're saying that like it's another aspect again of what I said about the songs originating here going over there changing and coming back at the turnip the jack-o'-lantern went to America and came back as a pumpkin yeah this is a this is a physical interpretation of what is happening to folk music and culture as it travels to America and comes back or at least historically Sorry, yeah. I'm going. Well, I'm not going off topic. That, not, that's actually a very. You're going back on topic. I'm I'm kind of off topic, but, but I yeah, feel the I pumpkin feel like is the... like the folk song itself. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But yeah, that being my my point taken from the beginning of the podcast that <laughs> that that Thanksgiving sort of functions as a last, even if it's it's sort of. It, it is cracking and water is is spraying out from holes everywhere it's sort of a, a makeshift dam trying yeah. to keep christmas uh christmas in until after black friday mm-hmm. uh, or after thanksgiving and i feel like pumpkin sort of really lives heavily on the <laughs> outside of that dam for 
for Halloween and for Thanksgiving and uh, it's the holiday season sort of begins with Halloween. What causes me if I'm, What causes if, the crack in the dam that causes the weakness that that causes Christmas to come bursting through? I think that's just I think that's just the the gravity of Christmas that is too strong. <laughs> Christmas is such cuz Christmas is in in the western world Christmas is is completely overtaking the world for for a full month mm-hmm. and uh, it's so easy that it bleeds into uh into the month ahead of it and even yeah. october in in some instances uh i i mean the day after halloween you can buy gingerbread in in the shops in in norway and and yeah. the 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 milk cartons have santa clauses on them well not santa clauses but but the norwegian kind of santas the small mm-hmm. leprechauny elves that live in in the barn what that's the thing we have it's called you can't a... say that and not and not tell the story like well, I'm, I'm well, sorry, I seem really ignorant now. But so you don't have Santa; you have elves that live in a barn. Well, we do. We do have Santa now, as again part of the the internationalism of yeah. of. Uh, but the traditional, and he I feel like this should be for a Christmas special. But yeah, I'm we we can get back into this. But, no, I want to yeah, know. Just tell very, us about the elves. Yeah, he he doesn't come with presents. It, it in farms in Norway, the old tradition or the the mythology says that that there's a he doesn't live in the barn he lives in uh well he might live in the uh, he he can live somewhere on the farm but on farms and he's called what's what's the name of the cow house the house where the cow lives shed like a is it a cow shed is that the name okay because we have we have a, a a single word that means only cow shed and it's not compiled of any other words yeah. it's it's called fios which okay. means a cow shed and he's called a fios nisa a cow sh- a cow shed elf or a cow shed santa and he lives on the farm and he takes care he takes he takes care of the animals <laughs> and I just say, I'm I'm just picturing Kelly out there right now laughing her ass off at this because I know how <laughs> she reacts to these things. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. The, the, so the the cow shed elf. Yeah, and he's he looks like a tiny Santa. He looks like a garden gnome. He looks kind of like a garden gnome. He has yeah. a usually this a red is like hat. The best image I've ever had in my head, by the way. And wooden, he looks after no, the no, animals. Woods, yeah. w- woolen woolen sweaters and knickerbockers and long. Uh, long horse, as in long woolen socks, and 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 is Norway just the shoes. most wholesome place in the world? And then and then it's him you put the it's him you put the the rice porridge out to uh, R- instead of cookies and milk. Porridge. It's rice porridge. You put rice porridge or or sour cream porridge out to him, uh, and if he doesn't get the porridge, he might do. Uh, he might do uh, tricks on the farm like putting the, the like pouring out the making sure the milk goes sour or t- stuff like that so you need to take care of the of the cow shed elf that, like, I don't even know how to react to this like this is <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard in my life what's going on in Norway can, can we get back to this because I there is actually 
I have a great idea for for a Christmas special that is completely un-Irish. There's a song called In the Barn Sits the Cowshed Elf. (laughs) Traditional Norwegian Christmas song. Oh my god. På loven sitter nissen med sin julegrøt. In the barn sits the cowshed elf with his Christmas porridge. (laughs) Nice and sweet. Nice and sweet. Of course, in Norway, you would give Christmas porridge to a cowshed elf. Like, how could I ever have expected it to be anything else? <laughs> no, I don't. And know. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the best way possible. That is <laughs> the most wholesome thing I've ever heard in my life. It's it's actually it. They're kind of leprechauny, in a way. And is this why you're while you're all wearing your traditional Norwegian slippers and like you sing these songs and. <laughs> Uh, let's let's save the rest of it for for a Christmas special, okay? Yes, absolutely. we'll we'll do we'll. I promise you, Josh, if you're up for it, we'll do. In the barn sits the cowshed elf. For we're gonna a have Christmas to do special. a version of it as well. We're gonna have to record that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go, folks. The cowshed elf sitting in the barn eating his Christmas porridge. Can, can we can we say what we're thankful for now before we close out? <laughs> We can. We've gone off topic quite a lot, but I'm glad that we're back in the swing of things. Well, yeah. I don't know if we are, but Me I would too. like to say we are. So, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful at the moment for Zoom amid a year of lockdowns yeah. and podcasts with friends. Yeah. And cowshed elves. <laughs> I knew you were going to say and that. P- and pints of Guinness. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a that's a good few great things. I'm I'm thankful for points of Guinness too. I, I'm always gonna have to say that. Um, I'm thankful. I'm actually I'm. All of the things that you said. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for today. Just the fact that we have an episode in the bag and that, in the pocket. In the pocket and that we're back on track i'm thankful for all of you people listening because without you we definitely wouldn't have been motivated to 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 keep going i don't think not in the i i think we would be motivated to keep talking shite about and maybe putting out an episode every now and then but just the fact that we know that you're someone's out there listening is pushing us to try to keep and we track. actually do have some dedicated listeners who engage with us and that's actually the most refreshing thing about it all the fact that we can actually yeah. engage with people and I hope that we get better at the old socials I know we will yeah I know we will and I want to say that I'm thankful that Christmas is coming up because I feel <laughs> like I'm 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 like the people in Mayo I feel like I really need it right now I le- need that I need the Christmas lights in the streets and in my window yeah. and I need to eat gingerbread and, I get and that. Christmas porridge. Yeah, me and my brother sat in a cafe in Ennis today and the, light, the lights are already out and the weather is cold. You can see your breath for the first time. And yeah. We sat down and sipped the coffee and we were like, this, this feels like Christmas. I hope the feeling lasts for the next five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. With luck too. it will. <laughs> With luck it will. What are you? What are you getting from the cowshed elf this year? The cowshed elf doesn't come with with presents usually, oh, but okay. 
But, so why, um, why do you give him porridge then? For him to keep taking care of the animals on the farm. What if you don't have animals? Well, you didn't have a farm <laughs> in Norway in the 1800s without animals. No, I, okay, so only people who have farms have cowshed elves. <laughs> let's not get into Let's save. Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay, I'm intrigued, but we'll save it for another day. Yeah. What What are you getting from Santa Claus? I don't know. And are I don't you Are you availing of Black Friday? That's probably a better question. Um, I have bought a couple of presents. Anything interesting? No. <laughs> Three shirts for myself, and the rest of it will remain unmentioned because I know that people in my family and circle of friends sometimes listen to this podcast (laughs) on that bombshell I courted a fair maid and Nancy was her name and I can think of no reason why I should complain get on get in uh, words get in touch with us on our socials email Facebook Insta you will find us everywhere you want to find us if you look for us we are there like the cow shed out. Ah, always around the corner. Make sure to put out some Christmas porridge. <laughs> Christmas porridge. I love it. I'm going to go make some porridge right now and put it on the doorstep just in case. Yeah. Enjoy everyone over in America. I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving celebration. Enjoy, enjoy the dinner and the yeah. dessert and the shopping and all of that good stuff well, and we at will at this talk stage you. you're probably at uh, the the leftovers but enjoy yeah. black friday and black mm-hmm. weekend and fucking cyber monday and all of that and support local businesses support artists yeah that's a yeah, good that actually place i never mentioned the second thing that people should buy remember i was talking about ideal christmas presents and the first was a tin whistle yeah. number 2 is the boxty gang album which is available <laughs> on cdbaby.com you will find us there and you can purchase a digital copy of the album for quite cheap if you, if I do say so myself. And now, I'm not biased or anything, but there's some fantastic music on that album created yeah. by Christian Dugstaff. And Joshua <laughs> Lachlan. And other people. And many... Rory. We'll give Rory an old mention. <laughs> Rory Castillo. And Support uh, local music and non-local yeah. music. Support Irish yeah. and Norwegian music. I have a suggestion uh, just because I, I hate... I hate... Uh, Uh, tricking people into buying stuff they won't like go into spotify or your favorite streaming service listen to the album if you if you like it listen to it again and if you still like it then give us a shout and we will have we would be happy to mail you a cd a physical copy 100 percent. christian will sign it with his own hand I, i i sure will I could send it to Ireland to get it signed by Josh and Rory too, but it'll take time and cost you loads. <laughs> but if if you're happy to get it straight from Norway, uh, we'll we'll sell it to you for a what is the price now, Josh? A tenner, fifteen? Um, yeah, some, yeah, something along those lines. We'll have to. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure that. Depending out. on who you are, you'll get it for ten euro or fifteen euro, probably yeah. fifteen euro. And shipping. Maybe there's a Black Friday deal. <laughs> a Black Friday deal. Two for 60.
Toodaloo, everyone.